0: The 2024 Subaru Outback is designed to take you anywhere you want to go. And it's available with low 1.9% APR financing with complimentary maintenance included at Subaru of Gwinnett. Discover the many reasons to love a Subaru Outback. Advanced technology features for added safety, tough, sophisticated styling, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and a 2023 IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get out there and go places in a Subaru Outback. Adventure never looks so good. Go to SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more.
1: John Michaels tends to say whatever comes to mind, so we just put a mic in front of him.
2: All you do is talk, 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 talk,
1: This is John Michaels' stream of consciousness, the podcast that gets into, well, just about everything. Feeling stupid? I know I am. From 680 The Fan and thepodcastpark.com. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? It's John Michaels, and it's time for another stream of Conscious Podcast. As always, it's brought to you by our buddies at the Georgia Realty Associates. Check out my guy, Scott Daniel, at soldbold.com because they are going to get the maximum value For your house. Right now, the real estate market in Atlanta is red hot. And the last thing you want to do is sell your house and not make the profit that you should do. And my buddy Scott, he really will take care of you. They have what they call the sold bold way. They will send an agent out there and make sure you get the truest value for your home because they realize your home is not just a piece of property, it's not concrete and drywall, it's a part of your life. We typically live in our homes for multiple years and selling it, we want to make sure we get that value associated with it. So again, check out Georgia Realty Associates. Soldbold.com is where they're at. Go ahead and sign up. They'll get some agents out there. They're going to get the maximum value. You might as well profit right now while the real estate market is red hot. Here in Atlanta, we got a lot to dive into. Obviously, we'll talk about what's going on with the Atlanta Braves, Marcelo Zuna, the situation that's happened there. I got to dive into fans right now in the NBA, everything that's gone on there and what precedent needs to happen. The pressure has been ratcheted up at the University of Georgia and Clint Capella. You might be my new favorite person from Switzerland. Kevin, to be honest, you're the only person I might know from Switzerland. We'll talk about that next here on the
0: Stream of Conscious podcast.
1: This is John Michael's Stream of Consciousness.
0: There are hundreds of families who need help with their loved ones. As part of our Subaru Love Promise, Subaru of Gwinnett has partnered with Plan Pethood to help with animal transportation, adoption fees and clinics, and outreach vaccine clinics to help create a better world for animals. We've supported over 320 animals, 541 vaccinations and 211 microchips during our Subaru Loves Pets Month initiative. To learn more about how we support our furry friends, go to SubaruofGwinnett.com.
3: So, guys, it was a really tough weekend for the Atlanta Braves. We were talking about this this morning. Suddenly, you start to look at this baseball team, and you realize now, as we are into June, they're not a good baseball team. We've tried to sugarcoat it, we've tried to go every way around it, saying, hey, it's early, it's April. It's only two weeks. It's May. They're going to be okay. We heard Brian Snitker say pretty simply, hey, you know, we're just a winning streak away from being where we want to be. And he's not wrong with anything that he says right there. But what he is wrong about is where this baseball team is. And the news that broke over the weekend was another kick-to-the-man parts for the organization because you look right now, Marcelo Zuna, we don't know what legally is going to play out, but when you read the police report strangulation, throwing his wife up against the wall, all of this allegedly happened in front of police. If you go through Major League Baseball and the precedent that they have set over the years when it comes to guys and suspensions, you potentially could be talking about 50 to 80 or longer when it comes to Marcelo Zuna. What does that mean for the prospects of the 2021 baseball season? And and again, I don't want to make light of what happened. Obviously, I don't know. You know, all of the details other than what I've read like everybody else does. And I'll let the legal process play out before I jump to a guilty verdict against Marcelo Zuna. But when you just look at what's going on right now with this baseball team, Marcelo Zuna not being in the lineup is going to be huge. He was already going to be out six weeks anyway with the finger injury that he had. It's going to be huge right now for them to try to figure out how can you manufacture runs on a night-in and night-out basis. You literally, from spots five through nine in your lineup, are not very good. Swanson Dansby Dansby Swanson has had a very nice renaissance here the last couple of weeks, and he's swinging the bat really well. He's your five-hole hitter. When the season broke in April, Dansby Swanson was not going to be your five-hole hitter. Austin Riley right now, who's been basically the second best player you've had on the club, only behind Ronald Acuna, he's hitting number four. I think opening day he hit seventh or eighth. You don't have Travis Darnot. Now you don't have Marcelo Zuna for any amount of time, whatever that's going to be. Mike Soroka not on the ball club. He's not going to be here probably for the rest of the year as well. And we started breaking down what the playoffs could look like for the Atlanta Braves. And I think it's pretty simple. You have to win the NL East. There's literally too many teams right now in the wild card that are so much better than you. And with them being so much better than you, you're going to really have to fight with the New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Miami Marlins, and the Washington Nationals to make the playoffs. This is not on June the 2nd where we thought this ball club was going to be. And it's a scary proposition moving forward if Alex Anthopoulos and Liberty Media cannot find a way right now to go make a move. The bigger question with that is when do you make a move and do you see yourselves as buyers or sellers? Because with Marcelo Zuna and Travis Darno in the lineup, you probably become buyers. Hey, I'll go buy a bullpen arm. Maybe I go buy another guy to play center field that's going to give me more than Christian Pache and Guillermo Heredia is going to give us. Now all of a sudden, I don't have a left fielder. I have a rookie catcher, and while I like Contreras, he's still a rookie catcher. I have a rotation that's had moments but doesn't really have exactly what you want. Max Fried wasn't good again last night. Ian Anderson's been good more than bad. You've lost You Yanoa. You don't have a Mike Soroka. This is a ball club right now that's in and up against it. They're up against it. Let's call it like it is. You're going to have to win a division, and the further you start to fall away, all of a sudden you could get into late June and early July and realize your playoff prospects are really, really low. Continuing on, some of the other stuff I want to get off my chest. This happened about five times last week where we have fans acting like asses in arenas. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like this precedent the way that it's going. What the NBA and potentially the NFL and Major League Baseball and others are going to need to do is now make examples out of these idiot fans all over the place. Like, we've found it funny for years, people running on the field. You know, you get the streaker or the overly drunk frat guy, and they run around at midfield, and Kevin Harlan will always have the great call. And then you have about nine security guards, three or four of them who are completely out of shape trying to chase this guy, and they come up with a tackle. And that's funny. Still a crime, but a lot of time it's funny. Hell, we had a guy in the Super Bowl do that. There were rumors that he had actually placed a bet about somebody running on the field and cashed in his own bet because it's a misdemeanor charge down in the state of Florida. But what we've seen over the last week, week and a half, is a blatant disrespect for the players that are out on the field. And I'm going to tell you, I don't like it. First and foremost, you have the popcorn dumping incident on Russell Westbrook as he is leaving the floor. That's number one. You have a fan spitting on Trey Young for the – new well, where you're playing the New York Knicks in game number two of the Hawks and Knicks series. That's the second one. The third one you have, you obviously have this idiot in Boston throwing a water bottle onto Kyrie Irving as he leaves the crowd or, or leaves out of the arena. And then in Utah, maybe the dirtiest and most disgusting of all of them, you have some fans sitting there courtside using all kinds of racial slurs about Ja Morant unbeknownst to these idiot fans, they're sitting next to John Morant's family. There's no place for this in sports. Like, you want good-natured trash talk? Go for it. I'll be on social media talking trash to college football fans all season long, but it's typically my team's better than yours or our history's better than yours. The end. When I play sports, I talk trash. I'll call a guy a bum in a heartbeat. You're a bum. You can't guard me. You're a bum. You can't get around me, you know, if I'm pass-blocking against you. That's all in good-natured fun. And I don't care if Clint Capella, and we'll get to Clint Capella coming up in a moment, I don't care if the guys on the court are are cussing each other out. They're the ones in competition. But there's become a level of disrespect for our athletes that really is starting to piss me off, if if you want me to be quite frank about it. I saw people on social media defending the action of somebody dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head. They said, wait a second, he makes $40 million to play a kid's game. Guess what? He's earned those $40 million, the same way the CEO at AT AT&T or Kraft or anywhere else has earned his money becoming a CEO. And let's be honest, a lot of those CEOs are making millions of dollars because they're really good at their job. Russell Westbrook's one of the best players in the NBA. He's earned $40 million. And just because you pay to go watch them play this game does not entitle you to disrespect the players. I'm here to tell you here's what's going to happen. We're going to have Malice at the Palace Part 2, and it's going to be worse. It's going to have a fan seriously hurt. Now, I don't want to see that. I even go back and I rewatch some of the videos with Ron Artest and Steven Jackson and Jermaine O'Neal, and you cringe. Because luckily for those fans, those NBA players missed on a good majority of those punches or didn't connect cleanly. Because you would have had somebody seriously, seriously hurt. There's a guy that ran on the floor during the malice at the Palace who we joking and said he looked like Turtle from Entourage. When he looked like Turtle from Entourage, you looked at that and said, man, if Jermaine O'Neal doesn't slip, this guy is knocked unconscious. And this is what we're getting to right now. And honestly, it stems back to disrespect on social media. I'm not a tough guy. Maybe 10 years ago I was, 15 years ago I was. I box daily to stay in shape. I know how to kickbox again, to stay in shape. I lift weights to stay in shape. I'm 46 years old with bad knees and everything else. Do I know how to defend myself? Sure. And you ask, what the hell does this have to do with the NBA? People love to disrespect us as we work in radio. I'm just blessed to have a really cool job. You know, Brian Finneran's blessed to have a really cool job. I enjoy every morning coming on the radio and talking. There are times we're going to disagree about a lot, and I don't mind that. I'll talk to you on social media, at John Michaels i I'll talk to you every time until you cross the line and become disrespectful. But I think what's happened with social media is people feel like disrespect is okay, and they don't feel like there's going to be consequences with disrespectful action. What I've seen right now with disrespectful action in the NBA is people are treating these players like they're a piece of property. And I hate to tell you, none of you own them. I don't give a damn if you paid $5,000 for courtside seats. You don't don't own them. Because what would you think if somebody dumped popcorn on your head? Or if somebody spit on your back? You know what you're going to think? You're going to turn around and we're going to be fighting. And that's the natural human reaction for disrespect. You want to use racial slurs at a game? In a, in a league that's, I would say, what, 75 80% African-American, you don't need to be a fan. And, yeah, I am pulling your fan card. And If you get your ass whooped at a game for pulling this type of disrespect, you're going to get what you deserve. And I get it. There was a pandemic. We were all cooped up in our houses a lot of times for a year, a year plus, and people are letting off steam. You want to let off steam? Be a good fan. Most of the fans in New York were good fans. I don't I don't really condone the F-Trey youth chance, but that's what ends up happening. The Hawks fans were tremendous at State Farm Arena. Get in there and cheer. But stop disrespecting these athletes before one of these athletes beats your ass. You're going to get your ass beat, and I'm here to tell you, nobody should feel bad for the fan if they're being blatantly disrespectful. Now, if you have a player like Dennis Rodman kicked the photographer... You felt bad for the photographer because Dennis Rodman was just being an idiot. But if you start talking trash to one of these players, calling them out their name, spitting on them, dumping popcorn, throwing a bottle at them, you deserve what's coming to you, whether that's getting your ass kicked or whether that's the police taking you to jail. One or the other needs to happen. When we come back, we got more to get to on the Stream of Conscious podcast, including the national title, Aspirations for Georgia, just got ratcheted up more. That's to come here on the Stream of Conscious podcast.
1: This is John Michael's Stream of Consciousness.
0: There are hundreds of families who need help with their loved ones. As part of our Subaru Love Promise, Subaru of Gwinnett has partnered with Plan Pethood to help with animal transportation, adoption fees and clinics, and outreach vaccine clinics to help create a better world for animals. We've supported over 320 animals 541 vaccinations and 211 microchips during our Subaru Loves Pets Month initiative. To learn more about how we support our furry friends, go to subaruofguinette.com.
3: Once again, thank you to our guy Scott Daniel, and the Georgia Realty Associates. Soldbold.com is where you can find them. That's where you find out all the latest and greatest in real estate is they will sell your home for the maximum value. Make sure you talk to our guy. Tell him, hey, I heard you on 680 The Fan, and I heard you on the Stream of Conscious podcast. We want to have you as our real estate agent, and we want you to get us the maximum value for our house. Well, Georgia is maximizing the transfer portal. Remember, early on in the game the dogs, let's be honest, they had a bunch of guys that left. Players wanted to get out of there. That's today's day and age of college football. But yesterday, getting five-star tight end Eric Gilbert and getting five-star defensive back Darian Kendrick to come and transfer to Georgia in June is huge. I'm here to tell you, the national championship aspirations and dreams and hopes are real. Kirby Smart better damn win a national championship, or at minimum. I say the floor this year is making the college football playoffs. What I don't want to hear from dog fans is, oh, we had to play Clemson to start the year. Who gives a damn? What I don't want to hear from Georgia fans is, oh, we had to play Alabama in the SEC title game. Who gives a damn? You have every bit the talent of both of those programs. You have recruited at that level. And what Kirby did in the transfer portal is he found the holes that he needed and he filled them with the best guys possible. Kendrick walks in right now and is your best corner. He's your number one corner. Campbell's gone to the NFL. Stokes has gone to the NFL. Tyreek Stevenson transferred to the University of Miami. Kendrick is your number one. Gilbert, you now can go to two tight end sets and really get after it with him and Darnell Washington. Now, Todd Munkin, I don't want to hear it. You've got arguably the best set of tight ends in college football. Get them the damn ball. Georgia fans, I don't want to hear it. You have your quarterback in JT Daniels. I know George Pickens was hurt. There's a million weapons that you have recruited over the years that need to get the job done. You can still run the football with the best of them defensively start getting some damn sacks i know your defense is really fundamentally sound and it's always one of the best ones in college football start getting some sacks because i'm here to tell you the only thing that is going to stop georgia from winning a national title is georgia it's kirby it's offensive play calling it's not showing up in the biggest moments. they've been right there You're going to be favorite in every game but one during the regular season. Clemson will be a slight favorite, two, two two-and-a-half points maybe at the most. Every other game, you're going to be the favorite. You need to treat every game like it's a national title because grabbing those guys in uh, in the portal makes you the prohibited favorite in the East, and it puts you right there with Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma as teams to watch for the national title. Hate to say the pressure's on, but the pressure's on. You need to come through like 2017 and at minimum get to a playoff, and you really need to make this like it's 1980 and go win a national title. I love what I saw out of Clint Capella this week. First and foremost, I've never heard Clint Capella talk, and I think it's partly, you know, with the Rockets, he was the fifth best, fourth best player, who knows. With the Hawks, he was injured a year ago, and they never really made him available for media. The fact that he comes out – and talks trash to the New York Knicks and basically tells them one, two, three, Cancun is where you guys are going. Knicks are going on vacation. The Hawks are a better team. I said this before the series, one through 12, the Atlanta Hawks are a better team, and they played like it four games into the series. I saw some people, Jeff Schultz is my guy, and Schultz he goes, you know, basically it's a paraphrase, he didn't like the trash talk, and you didn't need to give any reason to wake up the New York Knicks. I, they should have been awake. It's the playoffs. If that's what it takes for the New York Knicks to play better basketball, then they're a soft-shouldered basketball team to begin with. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, they need a bulletin board material to be better. How about they need Julius Randle to be better? How about they need any one of the bum-ass point guards they have outside of Derrick Rose to be better? How about somebody like Reggie Bullock needs to be better or Alec Burks needs to be better? Here's the thing. Those guys can't be better. It's who they are. Julius Randle can be better. He was an MVP candidate, played like crap. If it takes Clint Capella basically saying, you guys tried to punk us by pushing and shoving, gooning up the game, we were able to do the same thing, pushing and shoving and gooning up the game, and we fought back and won the games. If that's what it takes for you to win a basketball game and ultimately a series, then the Knicks weren't that good of a basketball team to begin with. I don't have any problem with Clint Capella mouthing off. I like it because it wasn't done in a disrespectful way. He wasn't talking about your mama. He wasn't talking about your kids or your wife. He just said, you guys tried to push and shove. We showed that we could push and shove back. And when we push and shove back, we can win games. I can't wait till the Hawks dispatch of the New York Knicks. I don't like their franchise. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no love for the New York Knicks franchise. Their fans make it so easy to not like them. These idiots celebrated after a Game 2 victory to tie the series, a series in which they are the favorites because they were the higher seed and you were playing at home, and you celebrated. You literally were on the streets of New York celebrating like there was a new Jay-Z album coming out. It's the most ridiculous damn thing I've ever seen, and it's why the New York Knicks and their fans have such a bad reputation. You're spitting on our players. You're chanting F. Trey Young. And you're, losing, and you're losing in emphatic fashion. Tom Thibodeau's a really good coach, no doubt in my mind. But he's a good regular season coach. Because the way the Knicks are playing right now is how they play on a Tuesday night against Minnesota. The difference is when you play that hard on a Tuesday night against Minnesota, Timberwolves don't usually push back. When you play that hard against a team that's way more skilled than you, like the Atlanta Hawks, you get put out of the playoffs. Hopefully it ends today. If not, you come back to State Farm Arena and you take care of business and you don't give that team any hope. And then you see what happens moving forward. It's been a long time since we felt this good about an Atlanta Hawks basketball team. If I'm Clint Capella, I buy and make a T-shirt. I make a T-shirt of my trash talk, and I wear it in the Madison Square Garden. We need more of that. Stop being afraid that the Braves blew a 3-1 lead or the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead or that Georgia gave up a second in 26 and think that carries over. The Hawks are a better team. Now, you want me to see them trash talk the Nets? Probably not. You're better than the Knicks. Talk trash to them and treat them like they are. That's today's Stream of Conscious podcast. Again, thanks to Scott Daniel and the Georgia Realty Associates for bringing it. We'll be back next week. Until then, see ya.
1: What are you waiting for? Somebody to kiss you
3: goodbye? Well, no, 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 I guess not.
1: Hey, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show and get John's musings on everything from sports to entertainment every week. And check out all our fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com.
0: Giving back has always been our culture at Subaru of Gwinnett. During the Subaru Loves to Help initiative, we're partnering with our friends at Rainbow Village to provide coats, shoes, and socks to those dealing with homelessness. At Subaru of Gwinnett, our hope is that these essential items will not only keep those in urgent need protected, warm, and dry, but that it can have a significant impact on their mental and emotional well-being. Subaru of Gwinnett, more than a car dealer. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more.